The Nerds in Luxury podcast contains frequent humor, which is known to cause uncontrollable outbursts of laughter among listeners. Nerds in Luxury and our sponsors are not responsible for reprimands or termination by employers, accidents while operating vehicles or machinery, or any injury or incident resulting from these outbursts. Please listen responsibly. Enjoy the show. Dopest flyers, OG pinliest, dopest flyers, OG pinliest, dopest flyers, OG pinliest, dopest flyers, OG pinliest, dopest flyers, 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 loud and headphones of flyers, dopest flyers, OG pin hustler gangster player, hardcore motherfuckers. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, just that's negligence. We holy shoes to be self Can I talk to you guys about awesome or Universal Fan Con? Did you guys see this shit going on on Twitter? Mm-mm. Not just, not okay, just yet. Okay, no. so right when we have started the podcast, what, 2016? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, there, there's Black Girl Nerds on Twitter. Do any of these names sound familiar to anyone? Black Girl Nerds, Universal Fan Con, Jamie, um, Bordeno. So Black Girl Nerds is like that exactly how it sounds. So okay. her thing was like, we're going to throw a con in Baltimore in 2018, and it's going to be an inclusive con. So I backed them up early. So we got three-day weekend passes. Mm-hmm. And I, I backed like 100 bucks two years ago. I was like, cool. But it was like all these incentives. Like we got passes, we got VIP it was access. On Kickstarter, right? It was Kickstarter, yeah. So it gets closer and closer to the date, and then they were like, you know, if you're a podcast, sign up for this. And then I looked at it, and then I was like, nah. You know, it's like in the back of your mind, you're like, nah. And then they're like, do you want to be affiliate? And I was like, nah. Like I just want to go to this con. I've never been to one. It's in Baltimore, y'all. They canceled the con a week before. It was supposed to happen at the Baltimore Convention And didn't Center. announce that shit. And, and no, no. Oh. I got an e Okay, so I text you. It's festival all over again. Yes. I text you about January, and you gave me her number. And I hit January up like, hey, no one at the Nerds can use these tickets. You know, I don't want to really donate them to, like, anyone. You know, I just want to make sure that someone we know got to go on the Nerds. And she's like, let me ask. They Thank God she couldn't make it. They canceled the con, and the only reason people found out at the time that they found out is because the hotel started canceling the rooms that people had booked through the con. Oh, wow. So like the the Hyatt and the Marriott, they're sending like to the people directly, like we have canceled your room for this weekend in Baltimore because the the whomever has has not paid for their block of rooms. Oh wow. Mm. wow. So people were coming from Japan. People were coming from the West Coast. Oh, people my God. were coming from Europe. People were coming from. I love it. I love this whole. Oh my snack god! Here. Oh my god! I love the commentary. Because so I'm thinking about the fry festival. Those poor people eating sandwiches and running oh, with thank pigs goodness and tents in the bomb. No, no, no. As she shovels uh, salt and vinegar thank potato chips. <laughs> in her mouth. I'm, I'm thinking about the the um, <clears throat> the uh, introverted like lesbian recluse Who's Japanese chick that right. lives in Kyoto. Who's finally coming to a finally, finally, finally event for her. Yeah. yeah. And she gets this right. And, and that's Aww. how fucked up it was because there were literally people who are You heard about this? Um I I've I've been hearing about a lot of cancel like there have been a this few a cons one. that have been canceled in the last few months. Yeah. And like I've 
Yeah, ner- like well, nerd forums everywhere have been like, like blowing. Apparently, up. there's a so. dude that is a common thread who is involved in this one, who Tom has Fun. also been involved in some of the ones that have all mm. you know Isn't prior it? ones that have been canceled in such a way. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, <laughs> it is, well, it, it's like people took out mortgages on their houses. Wait, what? Yeah, like no. to somebody, finance stuff. To finance stuff, somebody donated five thousand dollars of their own money as a Kickstarter, and it was like super duper. You're basically sitting on LeVar Burton's fucking lap, you know, <laughs> during the con type mm. shit. And LeVar Burton, though? LeVar Burton was coming. No, but I'm saying like... The, he, they had committed... They had, had committed, committed. Ava DuVernay was supposed to come. Oh. oh. They were talking about Michelle Obama. They tried... They they, they talking, made this yeah. shit to be big. They were going to go big the first time. Like, uh, you kind of need to build ever. up to this a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Maybe you don't do it as So they cancel words, a so. week out. People are out merch. They're out... No. Oh, then no, no, no. This is the juicy part. Then they go, do y'all want... Um, people are like, they put out this FAQ. It's horrible. And, and they're, people are like, well, how do I get my money back? And they're like, you won't get a refund. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. But we're going to do one in the future. And people are like, you didn't do it this time. Right. Yeah. So what makes us... You don't have the money to do this now. So what makes... You think that There's you're... There's got to be legal ramifications. Oh, people are... Oh, yeah. They're going to be these class action suits. The but, shit out yeah. of them. The, but but the problem is, early, none of them are going to have any money. Yeah, because no. somebody ended up with the bag. Or, as I said, if it's just a, it may just be a matter of mismanagement where they just they just didn't realize like all this shit needs insurance and all this shit. And they mm-hmm. all these bills started coming due and they hadn't collected enough money and they well, just that, said fuck it, we're out. Like and they lost their deposits, so they don't have any money to give back to anyone because they lost a deposit on the venue, they lost a deposit on the hotel. Mm. Could I mean, have the, just the, fucked up. The good thing about this is that there was a last minute con put together. Um, I'm going to mispronounce it. What Wimicky Con that happened that weekend, and it was basically everyone who was asked out. The vendors, you know, a lot of these people are truly disadvantaged, and this is their one time to go to a con that they could really pay for surgeries, pay for wheelchairs, pay for things that they need. Um, and it just got canceled. So it it was a lot of saves the day. Thank goodness to blackness, but that shit had me on Twitter mm-hmm. every day. Like there were times at work where I'd be in the corner, just like, "What the fuck's going on with FanCon?" Because people were going on, they were talking about how black girl, the woman who runs Black Girl Nerds, doesn't pay her people. Mm-hmm. She has a terrible reputation. Mm-hmm. And y'all so, yeah. are hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't pay her bills, mm-hmm. but it's just like it, it's so sad to have like such a a big like a big name, a nerd name, like kind of just like quickly in, in seven years, just go from like being, you know, at every press junket, blackness needed mm. to like, just kind of like, you know, you set yourself on fire. Much like shit. Ja Rule with the Fry Festival. <sighs> the what? Oh, The, the Fry, Fry Festival. festival. Those white people out there eating bologna <laughs> sandwiches. And, whoa, I'm with you. Running with I don't the feral know what we're pigs about. and intense on... Horrible little mattresses. Okay, so they the, spent like twelve grand a pop to be down the there. The three gentlemen in the room, none none of us have heard of this. So, not just me. <laughs> don't a, don't, a bite, don't shoot the messenger. The Fry Festival was an ill begotten venture between Ja Rule and that white boy that I don't know his name, but he's just been like Bubba Sparks. No, <laughs> oh, that white boy that I don't know his name. I don't know sorry. his name, but he's been sued for a hundred. They've both been sued for a hundred million dollars because they had all these little hipster kids coming down. I'm sorry, not just hipster, rich hipster children. 
coming down to, I guess it was the Bahamas and it was supposed to be like Kendall Jenner had done um, commercials about it. Like all these names were attached to it. People were spending between two and twelve thousand dollars for tickets for a fish run. God. No, it was a it was big a thing. Festival. I remember this now. Oh. I remember it was this. like a music festival, yes. like Coachella. It was supposed but to be it, like Coachella. What was, what was it called? The Fry Festival. And, but it was, and it That's was where? F-Y-R-E. And it was oh. supposed to be where? I think it was the Bahamas. That's what I'm saying. It was on an island. Like, it was on it an was island. It was going to cost you a grip to get over Wait, it. Right. you said F-Y-R-E? Mm-hmm. That's fire. F-R-Y. You know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> I know what you spelled out. <laughs> F R Y E Fry Fry with an E Fry with an E Fry with an E Okay And then it never happened Not only did it never happen It was never gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) It's not like everything was set up In one thing The one linchpin No There was no plumbing There was no electricity There was no resort They had like booked rooms At this resort The resort was not available Locals had to take people in and drive people to the airport and give them food and water and clothing and shelter. (laughs) It became a refugee crisis. It was. It was like a serious upper crust rich kid refugee center. It was terrible. But I made. I bet all of that. All of them made it home safely. I believe they did eventually. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm like spring break. (laughs) Spring break from hell. Oh, God. On an island with pigs. Oh, those white kids are going to talk about that for generations. They're oh. never going to let their kids when go to the it? Bahamas. Like two this years was like ago? two years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Ja Rule? These are things and that, ja Rule was ja Rule is out of jail? <sighs> ja Rule just recently, I think he said, I forget what the exact tweet was, but... I think oh, he, he said some he said, wild I'm, most, I'm one of the most important rappers of and all time. And everyone told him to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Shut the fuck down. Like, we have real problems. Didn't he name Ashanti the... Princess, Princess of, of hip hop and R and B. How did that work out? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What would I be without my baby? <laughs> singing by myself. I'm singing by myself. Your lips, your eyes. <laughs> way you walk, way you talk. I'm real. Way you walk, way you. When J-Lo got to say nigga and yeah. no one thought about it because she was Puerto Rican and now niggas is mad that she said nigga. <laughs> we you are. J-Lo is living her he best. He sounds like Cookie Monster. That's who he oh, sounds like. like. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I was I was thinking like a hip hop Louis Armstrong. Oh! <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. You know who I do miss? Um... Not Ashanti, but the other light skin, um, biracial black girl, half Korean, half black. Uh, uh, Avery. Avery. She's about to have a baby. What? Yes. Damn. I follow her on Instagram. She's on YouTube now talking about beauty and books. <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited. That was nice. You were so up to date. Yeah, was, and I am amazed. so positive <laughs> about it, too. Yes. So positive about it. Like, yes. Like, first, first, it was like a charade game. Because yes. at first, you're like... Half Korean, half black, mixed singer, A. Marie. And then you just immediately went into. <laughs> she went into Wikipedia. What currently, it's now going on. She, well, it's it was just like, because she just had her baby shower and I looked at it on Instagram today. That's everyone, all. Everyone's having like. Ready? Yeah, everyone's having these super extravagant. 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 Thank you. <coughs> 
God, uh, baby showers these days. And I'm just like, how much are these things? Oh, hers was very extreme. But every baby daddy wears the same Burberry button up. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at Veronica <laughs> at NerdsandLuxury.com. Won't you just say, and now Montego Moreno reads five, our five-star reviews. Or it's better to say, and now Montego Moreno reads our half our nickel. How about you don't say anything and just have some laser noise and then pew, I'll talk pew, about pew, it. Pew, pew, <laughs> Okay. All right, go. I'm here for it. Just listen to the first episode. And if, oh, wait, I can't read those numbers. Oh, Jesus. V11. Okay. Six, seven. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. What? Seven. Remember, I don't seven. have my. I don't Glasses. have my. Would you like someone else to read it then, or Here. Do you guys? I mean, I'm. I. I can do this. Oh, just that moment. <laughs> can you though? We're keeping all of this. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. This is this. Read the review. <laughs> I'm not approachable right now, so I'm going to ask that you don't. Please don't. And for those you who better couldn't don't. see me, you better don't. You better don't. And for those who couldn't see me, I put my hand up. Mm. I'm not approachable right mm. now. And then she tried to lick me. <laughs> I don't know where your mouth has been. Not where you think it's been. <laughs> you don't know what I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm here for it. Just listen to the first episode seven, and it feels like sitting in a room with my friends. Keep it going. Thank you. From Elite Since 85. Thank you, Elite Since 85. We appreciate it. Did anyone else leave a review? I can never get enough. Ooh, enough of that good stuff, baby. (laughs) That funky stuff? Give me that stuff. (laughs) I can never get enough. Much needed listening pleasure. I always look forward to another episode, thought-provoking and entertaining. Thank you. Who is that? DC Girl 53. All right. All right. All right. All right. Base. So I went to um, a couple weeks ago. I went to a NASCAR race in Richmond, Virginia, the Toyota Owners Four Hundred. Um, I did so because it was free. It simply was an opportunity, and I enjoy things for the spectacle. And I figured one of us, if this opportunity were to present itself, would have to go and do an investigative report on this. And I don't think any of you would have gone to this event. Um, (laughs) And after I describe it, you're definitely going to agree. Um, So this is the second NASCAR race I've ever been to. Um, First one was the Daytona 500 in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, This one, however, was in Richmond, Virginia. So 
Daytona has more of a beachy vibe, white people beachy vibe, a lot of Jimmy Buffett stuff. <laughs> a lot of corn. A lot of, you know, but still, there's, there's, don't get me wrong, there's still a good redneck contingent. It's still your majority, but there's a lot more of the other stuff mixed in. Where I was this past two weeks ago, it was the heart of the South, and um, it was grandiose, the whitest of fuckery. Um, so I went with my buddy Mooch, my buddy, m- my friend and colleague was DJing the event. So that's how we got the tickets and we got VIP <laughs> status and all this. So we had to park like a mile away from this fucking place and take a tram all the way up this hill to get to the racetrack. <clears throat> At that point, when I get off the tram, I eat my edible. Now, <laughs> because I'm not doing this without eating an edible. I Again, I'd been to the Daytona 500. This was a new experience. But again, I'm there for the spectacle. I know what I'm getting into. I'm just hoping to see some good shit that I can talk about here. So um, we get our passes. We get in. Um, the first thing I hear on the PA system as I'm walking in getting acclimated and just enjoying just the sights, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, they're playing one of those games on the PA where it's like, name as many things as you, as you can in 15 seconds. Like I'm sure you guys have been places where they play this stupid game. Name as many star Wars characters as you can in 15 seconds go. And whoever names the most star Wars characters. So they're playing this game with people that are at this race and it's on the PA and the, what they're playing is, is um, name as many items as you can that you bring to a tailgate party. <laughs> so it's like the first thing I'm hearing as I'm walking in and taking a pee is a uh, case of beer, uh, meat, charcoal, lighter fluid, <laughs> uh, lawn chairs, another case of beer. Uh, so wow. I'm like, this is going to be just fabulous. And the edible is kicking in. So, um, my initial observations, just to start off, about 98% white. There were definitely black people there. Most of them were working the event. <laughs> but there were definitely black people there who were there for the race. I have a couple of black friends who are very into NASCAR. Some of them live in Brooklyn, and they're into NASCAR. Interesting. Yes. But um, I saw no Asians, remarkably. None. Um So, the one thing I will say, though, is everyone who was there, though, whatever makeup they wore, they were definitely comfortable. Like, no one was there that was uncomfortable, except me for a second. Like, I could feel that I was. But I'm with my friend Mooch. We do this thing called getting into character, is what we we call it. When we go to things like this, where we're both just enjoying it, and... The one of the first things that we noticed when we were getting out is um, we decided like that we were going to play. If you like, we walked out and Mooch was like, "Oh, if you're playing NASCAR Bingo, um, and you have Leonard Skinner's T-shirt, you're on the board." So we began to put together the NASCAR race bingo board. <clears throat> <laughs> this is while you know the edibles kicking in, uh, and these are all things we saw that if you would see walking around, and I. Just want, and if you have any co- comments on any of these, please let me know. Um, these are just things you would see that you would check off a box: denim cargo shorts, mm. 
A lot of denim cargo shorts. <laughs> Cut off shorts mm-hmm. with with work boots. Of course. Yes. Yes. Camouflage suspenders. But wait, there's more. Camouflage suspenders. Hooters t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Hooters and NASCAR. Given for Father's Day. Hooters t-shirt. From a son. <laughs> um... Any person with a barbed wire tattoo around the upper arm? Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Absolutely. Can't, can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any apparel that features both the Confederate flag and the American flag Absolutely. at the same time? Two things. So, was, so that you don't together. seem so you seem right. less racist. Exactly. Right. Like like simply implying that it's a part of America, which it goddamn well is. Um, you hear someone. Just randomly do the Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> I mean, all the time. I was hearing it everywhere. Mitt Romney for president t-shirt. Uh, really? Uh, People uh, were still uh, wearing those. I oddly did uh, not see a lot of Trump stuff. Hmm. Like, I did not see hardly any Trump stuff. Um, no MAGA hats, nothing. Um, hmm, that's very strange. You oh. overhear someone use the word puss in casual conversation. Not pussy. Puss. As in... Billy just ain't got no puss in a while. That boy just needs some puss and he'll be fine. Oh, that's very Southern sounding. Yes. Puss. Don't hear that word. Often pussy. Pussy all the time. Not puss. Puss. Um, oh, my notes are... Oh, items of clothing that feature uh, a company logo that manufactures tractors or farming equipment, uh, lawn care equipment, <laughs> i.e., Granger, Cat, you know, uh, John Deere. <clears throat> um, and then, and this was the female choice of attire, mm. um, one of the main ones I saw, is the stretchy pants, uh-huh. like the real stretchy pants, but then a giant oversized hoodie. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, this is like a this is a big deal. You're at a, this is a race. This is something that you know if you were you know just he- chilling, <clears throat> hanging out, fine. But they wear this was worn to an event where there were other people. I think that was my point. I have a small question yeah. about this last piece of attire. Would those would the stretchy pants and the hoodie also be accompanied by flip flops or some sort of athletic <laughs> Tick- slide? Yeah, t- yes, most of the time. Mm, I had a feeling. Most of the time with socks sometimes yes, too. Yes, with socks. Yeah. Just to really fuck it right on up some more. So, by this time Mooch and I get into character, we've seen all we've needed to see. And uh Again, when we get into character, we begin to kind of acclimate ourselves into the environment. And being that we have that we're privileged and we're white, um, <laughs> we're able to do, you know, we're able to talk the talk. So um, I go to my seat and we're 13 rows off the track. So uh, the people sitting around us in our section, uh, the f- there's two guys in their late 20s with one girl. They're sitting in front of us. The ringleader has a trucker-style hat from some company that produces bass fishing equipment. Um, <laughs> couple rolls in front of me was a very large man who can I, only, I can only assume is a bouncer at a titty bar off some interstate in a rural area. Like just one of those big, big dudes with the cutoff T-shirt where they cut off the T-shirt sleeves, but the rips go all the way down the side almost to mm. like, you know, to, 
yeah. So it's almost a cape. Um, <laughs> uh, right. He's got one of those on, and he's got a tattoo on the back of his neck, like in between the hot dogs on his mm. neck. That says 22 Crew, which I figured was a gang of some kind of white men. But I looked it up on the internet, and it turns out that 22 Crew are the fans of the racer Joey Logano who drives the 22 car. At least there's like a contingent that identifies that way. And he, of course, had a tattoo. Yes. Pause for the collective black confusion mm-hmm. in this room. Because <laughs> I, 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 hit, be I, hit, I looked confusion. over and everyone, as soon as he said, it's for the man who drives the number 22 car. Right. That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. He tattooed himself for the... Tw- what if he changes numbers? Anyway, so further... Oh. What if, my, <laughs> what if, like any human, he dies and yes. your tattoo no longer has... Right. Like, I just... Oh, then it would make sense, but then it's honoring the guy who died in the race. This is the South Cedro. We Again. can fix anything. And I'm not... <laughs> if, am I coming across as condescending? Yes. The fact okay. that you typed this... Sorry. The okay. fact that you typed this shit out is condescending. Well, the fact that it's three pages? <laughs> it's actually not. It's because my printer fucked up. Ah. I mean, the first thing in the clothing list was cargo jean shorts. Denim that's, jeans, yeah. Right. That's that's when I knew it was condescending. Oh, okay. Like, it was... <laughs> I mean, but, it's but, but but someone has to say these things because denim cargo shorts are just wrong. Oh, I it's didn't say I didn't that agree. It's about wrong. It's just what you like. It's the, <laughs> the things you expect thing. to well, see. I'm saying it's this. wrong. Yeah. It, it could very well be. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't it own is. any. I don't anymore. Right anymore. <laughs> I made him. I once did. I, I, denim cargo. Shorts? I was I've a never, good wife. Wait, did Thank I have you. denim? I've never I, seen all my cargo shorts. She was like, "Those are those no no those no longer work. They all got to go." Thank you for go. your service. I try. <laughs> After he came home with that story about that man with those raggedy ass shoes on the metro, I was like, Ooh. "No no 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 no." But that was I got rid of the cargo shorts way before that. I've, way before. Uh, it just it just anyway. It wait for the record. Home. For the record, what's wrong with cargo shorts? What's right with cargo shorts is probably a better question. My and the answer is nothing. <laughs> Do the pockets serve a purpose or are they there for flair? There's no reason. To have those pockets down there? At your knees. <laughs> I feel about cargo shorts the way I feel about crossbody bags that meet your leg at your knee. Which is pretty what much... What is that about? I have fought with so many clients about this trend. And I'm like, it is a trend. It serves no purpose. Like, stop it. So I feel because about once that. you start bending down towards your knee, the bag is going to keep on. Yeah, and that, down. duh, and like, science. Hello, but yeah, I don't know sense. anything. Like, whatever, buy what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy your husband fucking cargo shorts and show the world that you don't care? You do that, but, but they sell cargo shorts at Jeremy's. At, no, of course they wouldn't. I, no. I, Who would sell car? Why would but, Jeremy sell <laughs> cargo shorts? I don't know. Anyway, okay, back to back to. So to the to the right of (sighs) that gentleman is a white girl, no more than sixteen years old, with her black boyfriend, same age, and they're being really affectionate the Mm. entire, but uncomfortably affectionate. And I'm like, not that long ago, this would have been a problem here. And then further to my right, a brash young man wearing a bald eagle draped 
t-shirt, red, white, and blue with the phrase, I stand for the flag. Now, that's just right there around me, right? So I'm high as hell at this point. And I'm like, this is, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. The cars are getting worked on in front of me. I'm 13 rows off the track. I'm just, this is, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the spectacle of all this and just see what else walks in. And then, and it did not disappoint within minutes in walks a group of five white people, three girls, two guys, all wearing Daisy Duke cutoff shorts and crop t-shirts. Wait, even the the guys, guys? especially the guys. (laughs) Now, I look over at Mooch and I can barely contain myself because they walk right in front of us like like they were there for our amusement. Like they were like, we're going to our seats. Take a look at this. And they walk <laughs> right in front of us, right? And I'm like, I can't. So, I, so, and then what's so funny is like it's April. So white people haven't reached peak color yet. So you ha- So they're all in these tight cutoff shorts and these people's legs are as white as the driven snow. Like, like it's like you have, this is your first day out all year. Like you have not been out since August and you're out here in these shorts. And I turned, I, like I said to Mooch, I was like, it's so funny because had you seen these people walking anywhere else? You'd be like, oh, these guys must be, these guys are flamboyantly gay or whatever. No, they're not gay. They're flamboyant racing fans. These dudes were not. These dudes were, yeah! I mean, they were straight. They were with their girlfriends. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a uh, four F-15 flyover. Four, four. Oh, my. Is this on the bingo board? No. we. This is This is, we get this. Like, first of all, Chris is down there DJing as they're in it. He's playing stuff like Kickstart My Heart by Motley. Like, all the songs you would expect mm-hmm. to hear. Like, all the, the hits. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Van Halen, <laughs> Country, all the, like, Metallica, just, just, just. Kanye? No. <laughs> well, we never know now Actually, going this, forward. This happened before this race occurred, oh. before he started tweeting again. Um, mm. So... They do their thing. They they, start, they say start your engines. Now we're right on the home stretch, and it's a seven point seven five mile track, so it's only three quarters of a mile long. Okay. Daytona, which I went to before, was t- is a two and a half mile oval. So when them cars go by, it's like, <laughs> and then you sit and you wait for a little <laughs> while, and you can see them off in the distance, and there they are. And then they come, you start hearing, and they go away. <laughs> and it's not, so it's not that difficult of a experience. It's loud. Mm. So they say, gentlemen, start your engines. And they start all the cars, and they, the cars start going out on the track. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I forgot my earplugs. Mm. Now, I was like, I can't be that loud. It wasn't that loud at Daytona. I only needed the plugs when I walked down right on the track. I didn't. <sighs> so these motherfuckers start. They get the checkered flag. So you're talking about like 30 race cars, and they're coming right at me. They're coming right down here, and they all hit the gas at the same time. This is the only thing that's cool about a NASCAR race is the start. It's amazing. Like, if you're lucky enough to be that close and they come whipping around and they come flying down that straightaway, it is, it's like being next to a rocket ship. Like your, the, your sinus cavities empty 
from the pressure waves. Mm. Like your sinus cavity, like if you're congested, it goes because the pressure wave, the sound waves hitting you is so, and immediately like they go around the track and like 10 seconds later, they're back. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is really fucking loud. This is, I'm a recording engineer. So I'm like, I got, I look at Mooch, I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, and, Danger, Will Robinson. and he was like, and Mooch being, Mooch. you know, we've all met Mooch. Mooch being, yeah, he was here. He's been a guest on the podcast. Uh, Mooch being, you know, he was like, all right, buddy. <laughs> Cause we're in character. So like, all right, buddy, don't get you some earplugs. He doesn't talk like that in real life, but we're in character now. So I run down. It's loud everywhere. There's no escaping. It's not like you can, because now the, the, the racetrack is so short that the cars are on top of each other. And so it's nonstop. It, there's never a break like at Daytona where it's, and then they come back. No, it's, it's like fighter jets going by you all the time. So I run down and I run into a nice um, elderly gentleman. And I'm like, do you know I'm where I can get earplugs? <laughs> and he's like, how many do you need? Is it just one pair? <laughs> Well, look, lucky for you, I got an extra set. Here you go. <laughs> so I stuffed them shits in my ears. I have not, I forgot to set my phone on vibrate because unbeknownst to me, while I had been out, Mucha texted me, hey, grab me another, grab me a pair too. Because he had stayed out there and he was like, oh shit. So I get up there and Mooch, being in character, he sees my earplugs and he nods at me. And I was like, are you, and then I look at my phone and I see the text. I was like, oh shit. And he's like, and he just shakes his head and he pulls his hoodie off. And this man has taken the butts of his cigarettes, <laughs> snapped oh. them off and stuffed them in his ear. Oh, fuck. And he's like, "Smart, no need. So we watch the race and sit there for a hundred laps. There's 400 laps to this race. And then it has, um, um, a break where it's not really a break, but they stop going full speed. They they wave the ca- a caution type flag. You can pit and you can refuel, but yeah. you are for like five to ten laps. You're just kind of just holding in place, and then they restart everybody again, and they're off again. So while that's happening, the volume drops at least to a level where you could scream a conversation with people. So fortunately, the people, the guys in front of me, the one with the the bass hat he turns around and he starts talking to us. So I think he's just looking at us because we just look, even though we're just out of place. I'm wearing like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, I dressed for the occasion. I'm wearing a polo jacket. Like I, nobody there is dressed. As, I'm dressed better than everyone there. You city <laughs> and slicker. I'm not even wearing, and I'm not even wearing anything that nice compared to, to anyway. So, so the guy, the guy turns around. He's like, who y'all rooting for? I'm like, fuck, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer to this question. So Mooch, without sniff, missing a beat, he's like, man, shit, ever since Mark Martin retired, I ain't rooting for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> right? So now, I'm again, I've had an edible. So he oh says that, and I'm just sitting there like, just, I'm biting every, t- I'm biting my lip. I'm trying not to laugh. And he was like, how about you, buddy? And I just shook my head like, you know, 
die. You know, I'm. So he says, and this was the one of the best quotes from the day. He says, um, "So you guys are just here because America." America. So you guys are just here because America. And I said, yes, <laughs> you are absolutely right. You are goddamn right. That is exactly why we're here. We're here because America. So we watched another hundred laps. Wow. No, nothing happened. No car, no accidents. No, 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 no. Racing. How long does a hundred laps? No take? trading paint. An hour, maybe. No, well. A little under an hour, maybe forty-five minutes. Wow. Um. So we go out. We do some more people watching, and we decide we've had enough, and we leave. We get on the tram, and I literally did was not able to take my earplugs out, even when we got until we got out to the parking lot. Oh wow! Mm. It was the loudest thing I've. I didn't even know that things could be that loud. Even when you had the earplugs in, when you were when, when I was watching the race with the earplugs in, it was you thought that the earplugs had fallen out sometimes because you, because that's how loud it was. And I said, "It's a good thing I'm here because there's not a single solitary <laughs> way that my wife would have ever <laughs> been able to to last longer than a couple minutes at this place." But um. Yeah, so I did. So we did that, and then the next day, oddly enough, what was fun is that Veronica and I then went and visited some friends in New York. So thirty six hours later, I'm in New York City, and we're standing on a train platform, and I'm looking around, and then like never in that short of a period of time had I seen the dichotomies of the the dichotomy of the two Americas, like where I came from with. Being over with this group of people, and then 36 hours later, I'm on this train platform. There must be 50 countries represented on this train platform. Everyone's dressed sharp. Everyone's sophisticated and having, you know, intelligent conversations with one another about <laughs> socks and trade. Because we're downtown. We're in, we're in the uh, financial. financial district. So, and then I realize, I'm looking and I'm like, you know what? Just as I was not completely comfortable in that world, I can imagine that if they were standing on this mm-hmm. on this platform right now, how uncomfortable and They'd they might be ready be. to go back to the real America. And I believe that that discomfort <laughs> is what fuels the way they vote. Absolutely, interesting. Oh. So I, I'll stop there. I'm not going to wait. Wait. Yes. Question for question. Observation yes. about what you just said too, because yeah. it's just like. While the people in the real uh, the real America, America, America yeah, in at America. the NASCAR yeah. seem to be terrified that the people who were standing on that train platform want to somehow come down to Podunk, Virginia right. and just change their whole way of <laughs> right, life. Right, right, right. The take away their guns. The, take away their guns, yeah, yeah. take away their racist right, statues right. and their whole way of life down there. <laughs> 
the people on the train platform could give a yeah, we, fuck exactly. about what the fuck you're doing. Right. They no don't care. They don't fucking right. care. No one cares. Especially in New York. No one cares. Nobody. Right. They don't even fucking exist yes. to yeah. them. That's exactly it's right. It's just so funny. New York yeah. don't exist so to New York. Right. Yeah. They feel so threatened by people who could not And we're just like, less. carry on, right. please. Yeah. We just won't fucking come down there. Right. Yeah. It's just a, easy. It's, you're just, you're, your town is just a li- on a list of places I won't go. That's fine. It's just so funny. But I think it goes both ways where it's like they're like oh no like I, I don't know but they will definitely as we were talking about tourists earlier they'll definitely come to the big city and, yeah. and visit those families are out there at cherry blossom season walking around nothing about right. they're just visiting right. it's just like don't you think that goes both ways right. like if i happen to come to your yeah. Blackwater right, backwards right, right. ass town. Okay, ooh, when cool. in Rome, when in Rome, right. do as the Romans do. Yeah. Going the fuck home, right? Yeah. Like we don't need. We, we're not. We're really not trying to get you to read the fucking classics and vote Democrat. It's just not what we care about. No. We already know there's more of us. We just have to vote. Exactly. <laughs> What's up, Cedro? I, I I see you down there. Oh, <laughs> you when you guys were mentioning, um, were mentioning. If they like, if southern or more rural yeah. living folk <clears throat> come to the urban life, it gave me a west world west world mm-hmm. reference. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything with so much splendor? <laughs> <laughs> she said that like five times. Right. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, yeah, Mister Wise. I I'm glad I waited for that. Thank you for so you should thank me for not making you go to this. I could have easily gotten you a ticket. <laughs> no, I knew have. that that wouldn't have been a good look. No, it wouldn't have. Yes. You would have had a very pissed off. I considered wearing my nerds and luxury shirt, but I didn't nah. want to have to talk to people there about it. It's a nerd. Get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Luxury business. <laughs> Science books. Good thing I brought my bloodhounds with the me this time. Flat, right? <laughs> no, we wore them in New York, and it was that kind of cracked me up because when we met with um Cat and Ken, it was just the, all of us in our like monochromatic black, white, gray city yeah, life. That's all people wear. Yeah, black. It's and we're all wearing like Chuck gray. Taylors, yeah. and our dachshunds are yeah. like playing in a field together, and we're wearing matching shirts. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like. We walk out. We we both get dressed independently of one another. In the and dark. Then we, yeah, and then we get to, then we meet in the living room, and she's wearing Chuck Taylor's um, sweat sweatpants, pants. black sweatpants, and her Nerds and Luxury T-shirt, and I'm wearing Chuck Taylor's gray sweatpants and my Nerds and Luxury T-shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, his and hers, right? Yeah. We're that couple. Like we planned this shit. Yeah. People are gonna be like, look at these two. Look at, and then it's these like two assholes. Yeah. Literally, it's, it's not even adorable With your glasses anymore. And no, your right. you dicks. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're and then and then and then we look good. We're looking svelte. Well, it's also looking, our like our anniversary <laughs> weekend with their dog yeah. out here with their fucking dog off the leash. They took their dog off the, the leash, leash too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Assholes. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> they're already an interracial couple. Right, already, <laughs> right. already How much freedom are you gonna have? Interracial woke ass couple. You exercising their freedoms. Damn all this fucking liberty. I'm cutting this shit off. After these messages, we'll be right back. Settling.com. Settling. Yeah, settling.com is the dating site we've been looking for. Love is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Love is hard. (laughs) Give up on it and date someone just because they're there. Wait, this is a real (laughs) website. 
That's the mantra of Settling.com. It's the dating site we've been looking for after all these years. Settling.com helps you find another single person to settle down with. Sure, you'll have nothing in common. (laughs) You also probably won't like each other as people, which will lead to long-term, deep-rooted resentment. (laughs) But hey, you won't be alone when you die. Maybe. Find somebody. Does it matter who? Well, of course not. The main thing is you're not single anymore. Uh, and that's what's important. We have our off days, but it's better than nothing. I was thinking maybe Chinese food tonight. You know, I don't like... Sh- you know what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> At Settling.com, you settle. We match you with someone... Anyone. <laughs> Literally, the, the nearest single Settling.com member as quickly as possible. You're going to be so happy. Well, maybe not happy, happy, but you're not going to be sad. I mean, whatever. Who I found on Settling.com is not exactly who I pictured in okay. my head. Uh, did you know that sea turtles actually only breed three times in a decade? All my friends are married, and uh, I don't want to feel left out, so it works. <laughs> yep. I've never been single before. The concept terrifies me. Could be worse. It could definitely be worse. It could definitely be worse. Who needs to be happy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's overrated. <laughs> this podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. Your song came on the other day. Like, where were we, Veronica, when her song came on? We were so And Barracuda came on. Yeah, I can't So remember. Barracuda came on, and her and I we in. At, we were eating at. <laughs> yeah, we were at a restaurant. Barracuda <laughs> comes on. And we're, we literally we do your lyrics. It. We start doing that. We're like, <laughs> Jesus, God, Christ. why? Right. Like, I did it. I did, we did all of them. It's like, it has to be there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Barracuda is not like, the same. With it, a, what the fuck are you doing? doing? Like, and I listen, God, we're vain. We're singing our own fucking theme song <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Look where you are. <laughs> I believe it's Jesus God. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Which, Jesus yeah. God. Why? Let's let, yeah. the, let's let everyone hear it for themselves. <laughs> Make those. I'm not cousin Charles, okay? I don't.
Wacker, so, but, but, so for all our new listeners that haven't been with us the whole time, Sosa has a road rage issue and it was spotlighted. And that's what those. What episode is that in? God, it's early. Like I think eight, it's in For the Culture three. or something. Like it's Three? Is it that early? I don't know. It's pretty early. It could be. Yeah, it it was might have been early. like four or five. It's, it's behind the paywall. It's behind the paywall. Uh, <laughs> where is the paywall? It'll come up eventually. Oh, okay. Until people start using it, it actually it doesn't exist. <laughs> so they're just it's out in sub- space. Yeah, it's yeah. a subjective term. Okay. <laughs> if you request a paywall, we will see, you know, put yeah. that shit up on our Patreon. Could you get out of my Ooh. notes? But thanks. Ooh. See, oh, do I'm you not the only one. I just print mine out on paper. <laughs> Wasteful. Um... Do you remember what you're talking about? Do I have to remind you? She well, okay. we kind of talked about a bit of it, but <laughs> just for the record, this last week has been WWF. <laughs> I've, to- I've, I've coined this term WWF, week of wild fuckery, mm-hmm. because it has just been one. C- shut up. It's just been one <laughs> crazy. <laughs> One crazy thing after another, if it wasn't Kanye with his shit, if it wasn't DJ Khaled with his I'm not eating the box shit, it's just been one crazy thing after another. And it got me to thinking, I'm just like, when in the history of our lives Mm -hmm. has it ever been every, almost every single week is another blow up of a whole bunch of bullshit is to the point where are we getting numb to oh, all yeah. this fuckery. Yeah. Because every week we know your little orange Cheeto is going to yep. say some stupid shit or do some stupid shit. Oh, that was the other thing. His his attorney and all that other yeah. shit and the payoff shit. It was just like, how much more CNN. fuckery can we take before well, someone says this is enough? We're not taking it. Because that's to your point. We're not taking it because we we're it's sensory overload at this point. Like it things is. happen and they come and go so fast. We're just like, in order to preserve our own sanity, we just... Huh? In any other administration, one of the things, just one of the things he does, he's done, would be such. A, and it, he just the pro, as soon as you start talking about the, did you hear what he did? He did does something else, so you just stop talking about it. And it's all by design. Yep, it's all to get us desensitized to this crazy wackadoodle bullshit that goes on. Amanda Seals has a saying that I like. I'm sure she didn't coin it, but she says it a lot in her Instagram lives. This fuck shit. It's going on all the time. And it's just, I don't understand when the cutoff is going to be. I don't understand. Have we gotten this dumbed down and this, it's it's almost like I used to hate gory shit, right? Mm. Couldn't watch it. Wouldn't watch anything. Had nightmares about hearing about The Exorcist. Never seen the movie in my life. (laughs) Had nightmares for a week. I start watching The Walking Dead. I can watch anything now. Mm-hmm. nothing fucking freaks right. me out because those first few episodes of The Walking Dead are so fucking gory. Like when he yeah. was, they were chopping up the dude with the axe right. and smearing all that shit all over them and walking in the street so they wouldn't get killed by the zombies. I feel like that's the place that we're kind of at right now with all the stuff that's going on. It's just nothing shocks me anymore. Nothing surprises mm-hmm. me anymore. It wouldn't surprise me tomorrow if he let off a nuclear explosive and he did something stupid and allowed it to double back and it hit all of us and we'll be right. dead tomorrow, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. And it's a scary prospect when you think about there are people who don't understand that. There are people who really feel like things are happening 
and mm-hmm. it's getting better and right. we're cleaning it up and we're draining the swamp and this is making America great right. again. And it's just, it makes me, it really makes me afraid for the human race. It makes me afraid mm-hmm. for our evolutionary history because it's like, I don't even want to say in a thousand years, shit, maybe right. in 150 years, we'll be, be gone. Less than that. Mm-hmm. Right. And there'll be aliens in space talking about, mm-hmm. look at, remember, remember those humans? Yeah. Yep. It'll probably be blue barbarian it, aliens saying you know, these things. You know what it's like? It's like, it's like before he came around, there was reality TV and it was mm-hmm. this thing. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was this thing. I and mean, then there was real life, but reality TV was like this thing that occurred and you could go to it. And then there was the rest of everything else. Exactly. And, it's, and it's like, then he came around and it's like those two things interchanged. And now your reality is reality is this little right thing. What you want is reality is what reality TV was. And everything else is reality television. Everything you see, it's, it's, it's contagious because mm-hmm. it's going into like, all the things we talked about, it's all, oh, this, it's almost as if people are like, oh, in order to get any attention, it's got to be fuckery. It can't be anything else. It's got to be fuckery. And unfortunately, Kanye West demonstrated what that looks like, even with somebody who has money, even with someone who already has right. attention and followers and a brand and all these other things. And it's like, what, what chance do regular human beings have at this point to feel notice to feel accepted to feel right. significant other than to dive into this cesspool of what can i pull next to see what people will do mm-hmm. it's just very sad and it's honestly it's honestly very scary and i know that this is nerds and luxury right everyone in this room is very intelligent even though montego sometimes feels like he's not as intelligent as everyone else and i oh, don't know burn. why <laughs> this is what you told me but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? So, but, but to your point, you, uh, what was funny? I didn't I'm, ask you to share that. What happens to, to clients' privilege? You've literally said that to us. Have I? Yes, yes, on this podcast. Have. Okay. But then you have a story come out. The, the two guys who got discriminated against in the Starbucks, mm-hmm. they demand, so they, they go and do the admirable thing. They're like, we don't want to, pro- we're not here to profit mm-hmm. off of this. We want something good to come out of this. And they get a qu- like something like a quarter of a million dollars from Starbucks to start a program for, I guess, job cre- or underprivileged or whatever, job creation type, whatever it was. And I remember reading that being like, oh, oh my God. Look, some- something good. The right thing. Someone did the right thing. And it's in the news. Granted, it's not going to be here long, but let me cherish this and read this. <laughs> I used to see things like this all the time. These people... We're, did the right thing and it was just like yeah no we don't we're good we don't we don't want in your money or whatever just do something good out of this like and that was like ah, wow mm-hmm. yeah, I, I remember when this was kind of like what you would do because oh if you had decency and you had morals that's what decent more um you know people do but well this is why i'm this is the thought that i'm having about this now this is what happens when we don't use rational thought to arrive at conclusions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when critical thinking is not employed in any way, shape, or right. form. We get weeks like this. And I said to myself, oh, this has just been a week of fuckery. Then I had to be like, no, wait. There have been weeks of fuckery yeah. since November the 9th, 2016, and well before that, to be honest, yeah. but definitely solidified that this is where we're going. Yeah. This is how the human race is now going to be typified. Yep. 
from this point forward, because this Cheeto has gotten has landed himself in office, because well, I won't say it's just because of those people who voted for him. It's because of the ridiculous electoral college situation that we have in this country that needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> which he even suggested that he, he would be suge- for. He would be which, for it. Which he would be. Which I'm like, I, I, it's actually one of the few things where I was like, okay, bravo, because you would have lost. It feels like but, I'm Alice in Wonderland at that last scene where she's in the court. And the queen, and they're having a trial, and all this craziness is going on, and the little mouse in the teapot is talking, and they're spreading jam over his nose, and then, you know, the queen keeps saying, off with her head. I feel like Alice in Wonderland in that last scene. That's how it feels to live, I don't even want to say in this country, in this world. Yeah, in 2018. In 2018, and that shit is fucking crazy to me. I feel very afraid. Legitimately. We have, our, we, I mean, we've talked contingency plans. Like, what, what happens, are they? If, what happens if it gets really bad? Where we will have, we go? What we will have, we do? Bu- we, we have bug out kits. I remember you posted yeah, those. We have yes. bug out kits. Like, the two days afterwards, I took her to the, to the camping and survival store. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are building. I felt like one of those crazy fucking Doomsday preppers. Yeah, do it. Preppers. I was just like, okay. But I was like, look, these are good for anything, though. This they natural are. disaster Earthquake. or unnatural disaster, but they're good. Like, so, you know, dry food, stuff for the dog, like, you know, Water. ammunition. Socks. Um, Blankets. The fucking iodine pills or I, whatever potassium iodide that you take if you're exposed to radiation. Yeah, they're in there. I didn't know you could do yeah, that. Yeah, if you take them early enough, it helps. Yeah, but it doesn't. It, like, it doesn't not if you're, protect you, protect you. Yeah, but you it can't does walk out through. Right. If it's minimal yeah. and you're still very uh-huh. distant. Protects How do you your, know if it's It minimal? protects your, uh, what is it, your lymph nodes or whatever that, yeah. I mean, you could it's bring a, a Geiger out. counter. It's a, yeah. it's a bug out kit. You just roll. We have it. plans like okay, if we if it's a nuclear strike, the only the only hope we would even potentially have is we have to go across the street and get down into the. There's giant. a bit very yeah. There's a deep um, parking garage under that giant that's like oh. eight store eight floors. Or we just run run through the giant, grab as much perish you know non perishable <laughs> food as you can as you run through the giant and run down the steps and try to get as far down as we can. But even that's and that's last ditch effort because we live we we're we're two and a half miles from the Pentagon. If it's a full on exchange, we're this crater is going to be two miles deep. Yeah, so yeah, so we have bug out kits. Yeah, bug out kits. That was the that was my first response. Yeah, I don't know what you know. All I wanted to do was get to Canada. Yeah, well, but I don't even know if they'll be safe. They don't want us. But they (laughs) the Mexicans. But they might take us. They just might. If it's a refugee crisis, they would. But they would. They're not going to just take. They're not just. I feel like we're in a refugee crisis right now. I mean, being black in America does feel slightly like a refugee. <laughs> I mean, shit. When you can't Mexico? fucking sit in yeah. Starbucks for two minutes without the fucking cops being yeah. called, and yeah. you. Well, now it's it's a fun game for people to play. It's like, oh, you know that principal who got fired because she said that she would call the police on a, a one of her black students who was. Um, having an episode, but he was handicapped, you know, mm-hmm. and she, like, it's just a fun little joke for them to be like, and ah, the police come up here and shoot you because they know they can't have it happen. Like, we watch it happen all the time. Or those, um, those two Native American boys oh, who got the police at called university of, At Colorado State University? Like, are yes. you fucking serious? Yes. Like, I, I, I opened it and then I closed the tab. <laughs> oh, there were two students. Sorry. Who were from New Mexico. They were on a college tour. 16 and 17-year-old Of boys. Colorado State University. And 
I don't know if it's been confirmed or not if this lady was Caucasian. Yes, it's been confirmed. She okay. was Well, Caucasian. this white lady was uncomfortable because they were so quiet. So she called campus police because she was afraid. Mm-hmm. Because they were so quiet. Because they were quiet. Let that just fucking sink in. Did she think in. they were like... Who was she? she think they were like... She was on the tour, too. She was on the tour with her daughter. And she was the on the tour. Were on the and tour. they didn't start the tour with them. They got they there a little late. bit late. Yeah. And they joined the group. And they were quiet. So what happened? So the campus police called. were called. They came and removed them. Then they figured out that they were with the tour because somehow they had gotten, their part of the group had gotten separated from the other part of the group and the tour person, the person who was doing the tour, couldn't immediately confirm that they were there. So they took them aside, confirmed that they should be there. But by that time, they were so fucking freaked out but and they felt very, so bad. They were that, very, elo- elo- and I hate to use this word, eloquent about it. Like they... Yeah. They, I think they already knew like how they had to be in that situation mm-hmm. in order to not elevate that at 16 and 17 year old. They just old. left. They were yeah. so freaked out. They just left. They yeah. went home. So they won't be going to Colorado State University. No. They went by themselves. So, it's a college tour. You yeah. know. New Mexico's only four or five hours yeah. from so the border. So they just left the field trip? Yes, they got in their car and they went home. This was 30 minutes into the tour. Oh. How horrifying. How horrifying. But I just don't understand why you feel uncomfortable, so you're going to call the police. But that is a... We've talked about this a lot lately because this has been happening more and more. Um, it's a it's a weapon of white privilege. Absolutely. Um, it's it's <laughs> weaponized fear. So basically what, what she's doing is she's taking her implicit um, fear that white people in America are... Bred to have. They're literally taught to have a fear of black people of specifically, although it it's not, you know, uh, I guess it's not even specifically, but um, black retribution for mm-hmm. the way black people have been treated that they're all angry mm-hmm. and they're just looking for a reason to whoop your ass. It's why black people are, or white people are always afraid. They're always making jokes about being afraid of the black guy and being mm-hmm. afraid of the black woman and all the black, you know, they'll, they'll get into a... The, You're not angry? You're not angry. Every second of every day. <laughs> <laughs> I can Wake tell. Up angry. I mean, I can tell. It's yeah. it's like um, right. it's like a uh, it's like uh, Bruce Banner said in the first Avengers movie. Like the secret is, I'm always angry. Right. Mm-hmm. But so a white woman knows at any point she can get in an argument with another white woman and they're screaming at each other, taking each other's head off. But if the black woman at, she, at her job says something in her face like, you know, you need to straighten up and fly right or whatever, you're fucking shit up or this, that, and the third, all she has to do is cry. And, and it's, it's happened to me. Right. It's happened to me. All and that's she has why to do is cry. I do cry. not accept white women tears for right. anyone. They're and like, if the you cry. black woman did something wrong. I had a, a girl at my ampersand job because I told her do, to do her job, write me up, and say to the manager and say that she felt unsafe and that I was verbally assaulting her. Why? Why? Because I asked her to run a fucking rack. What is run a rack? Running a rack while black. Running a rack basically (laughs) means you take the rack of clothes from the fitting room that are organized and sorted out onto the cell floor. You get them bitches right back where they like, because it's it's ampersand. Like, it's just quick turnover. Okay. So they don't keep it. Zero backstock. So... Your money is having the sizes where they need to be. 
And so you got to get in the morning. Sometimes they can't finish it at night. So in the morning, you're like, we've got 45 minutes before opening, run these racks. And so you have to have three. This is why I will never manage another fast fashion. You have to have the stock room going. You have to have the floor going and you have to open the store all in cohesion with each other. So if one person, a whiny little bitch, is not wanting to do her job and you very, as I'm speaking to you, never you raise my voice. do what you're supposed to do as a manager. And I'm like, you need right. to run this rack. Oh, this turned into a, a novella, you know. <laughs> and, a novella. And I'm just like, yeah, and I never got this write up, but I my boss kind of left it in a place where I could read it, and she never mentioned it to me because if she never mentioned it, it didn't have to go in my file. And I was like, "Oh, this passive aggressive little bitch." And I was like, Mm-mm. "So," and then she would cry about it, and Veronica, and this and this and that. She'd cry. I was like, "I don't do tears. I do not do tears. If you if you start crying when I'm telling you about yourself, you've lost it. You've lost every ounce. Like I." Mm-mm. But it goes mm-hmm. back to hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. It does. It ties mm-hmm. back in where it's like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have had this emotional reaction Mm-mm. if this had been someone who looked like you yep. who was telling you this. You'd have said yes, ma'am, and you'd have done. You would have kept it moving. But instead, this somehow is a threat because you've been taught that you you've been you've learned your own privilege innately, and now this person that is not looking like you is giving barking an order at you, and you feel. Mm-hmm some type of way mm. i just also need is it that's like a sandwich to me that's one part of the sandwich the other part of the sandwich is the law enforcement that's called right the very first yeah. thing law enforcement is supposed to do is fucking assess the right. situation so if you come in and darth becky is like oh my god i feel so unsafe why right becky why really you yeah. were told okay our work is done here right. get the fuck out there right. and run those right. racks you run dumb bitch. Right. yeah, yeah. Literally, but they don't do that. But they don't do no, that. No, they they imply their own pre- they they put their own prejudices into it, and they see this white woman is crying, and these uh, these black people are here. Put the black people in cuffs. Let's figure mm-hmm. out what's going on, mm-hmm. or you know, or whatever. And it's like, why not put the white woman in cuffs for filing a fucking well, false police? Why report? not put no one in cuffs and let's just figure out what the fuck is going right. on until someone gets violent, right? And you said that this all happened like within 30 minutes of them joining the tour? Yes. 30 minutes. The fact... Which the is fact, 28 minutes longer than the black guys in Starbucks. Right. But, right. I mean, the fact that a... The fact that a white woman can be so uncomfortable, made so uncomfortable <laughs> by two by black people presence. being quiet. Right. No, they no, weren't black. They, they were, were Native, Native American. Oh, they were Native American. They were okay. Native okay. American. By, by two non-whites right. being quiet they were too quiet. Within 30 minutes, all of, like, within 30 minutes this transpired. Like, that lets you know that she already had such a heavy prejudice right. before. She was coming in with Yeah, like, serious... she, she looked at them. Yeah. What did you, I mean, I just feel like you're, 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 you feel afraid or fear because they're being quiet. What do you expect them to be like that right. wouldn't have made you because call someone? Because if people of like color if they were doing are anything, loud, yeah. that is a total violation. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like if, the, the if they were doing anything, I feel like it still would have had a call. Like, because if they were being loud, it would have been a call. And my for question is, like they're, you, they're on a tour, so my guess is someone else is talking. Yeah, just, I, mean, just, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Someone's going to show you around, and you're just like, I just want to. I would hope that everyone was quiet and listening right. to the tour guide or asking questions right. when appropriate by raising yeah. their hand and being polite. I don't know. Maybe she was like the woman at the cooking class. Like she was so into everyone else's business <laughs> and talkative 
that when she tried to speak Sharon. to them and say hello, they probably Sharon. just nodded at her. And then that's when it started. Like, she was like, these little, <laughs> they're not going to speak. And they're probably trying to be respectful of the tour. Like, I feel like if I'm on a tour, why would I be right. talking unless I had a question about something? So how do you, yeah, I just, what did she expect a tour to be? <laughs> well, it's a question like, that I would yeah. like someone that. to answer, especially people like that fucking Tommy Lauren bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. What is it that people of color are supposed to do? Because we obviously can't sit in Starbucks. We certainly cannot be quiet one towards we cannot golf slowly at this point either. We can't go on a wine train and you can't go on a yeah. wine train. Mm-mm. You damn sure can't I mean, granted no one should loot and burn things. But you can't loot and burn things <laughs> either. You when can't kneel. Right. When your sports team wins it's okay. Yeah. You you can't do anything. So The answer to to that question is very important to me because, and it's one of the things like when, um, what is his name on The Daily Show? Trevor Noah. He asked her that question. He was like, so what is the right thing to do? Because they were talking about Colin Kaepernick and she never answered it. And it pissed me off that he did not press her on that shit. Because I want an answer to that question. What the fuck are we supposed to do living, living life? If all of these things are now policeable offenses, mm-hmm. all of these things are now things that we cannot do freely without spec without um what's the word I'm looking for? Without uh repercussions of right. some kind you dealing with law enforcement. I can't be quiet and kneel at a game, but yet the guy who says the Cheeto one, the orange man, when he comes out and rails against the guy who kneels and the people who are kneeling, yet accepts the endorsement of a woman or accepts the support and then throws his own support behind a woman with a TV show who once sang the national anthem intentionally poorly, grabbed her crotch and spit after it was over. And yet he associates himself. What is hypocrisy? Mm. What does that tell? What does that tell you? It tells you that it's not about the respect for the flag. It's no. about black people's respect for the flag or black people's respect for the country. It's about black people knowing their place. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And no one really talks about it. No one has actually said it, but that's what it boils down to. It's about, <laughs> we need to know our fucking place. And because we don't, that's why we're seeing all these problems in America. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people who aren't black <laughs> and it's not even just, it's not even just white people. Um, they don't. It, it the mentality is still separate but equal. Mm-hmm. It's still like, right. oh, you guys are equal to everyone, but not too much. Yeah. Like, don't come around enough, here though. Yeah, like you guys, you <laughs> guys, you guys can be equal um, at the KFC. <laughs> yeah, by yourselves over there, right. not at this Starbucks. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you guys can be uh, equal on and have your BET awards. And once you guys start winning Oscars, then we're going to start raising questions about. The color casting, like choices and stuff. It's like every every time steps are made to produce progress for us, the media or things that happen start happening in a way to like bring us back to a level that they want us to be at. And we're coming, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We're still coming, right? Yeah. There's this is this this train has left the station. Like, look at all You're the not look at the two it. look at the black kids who've been accepted into all of these colleges yeah. and just God. the Kill way it. the media Ignores has them. treated it. That angered me so much when those women were like, "Oh, that's so obnoxious." If that kid had not been black, 
Exactly. Right. It would be like, oh my gosh, this he got into amazing. twenty schools. This is oh amazing. This is a huge accomplishment. No, but he was he was being too much. The black anchors on that show lost a lot of. You know, credibility. Yeah, that that one really like I usually tune in in the morning. Like I'll turn it on because it's the least obnoxious of the shows, um, morning shows. And then ever since that's then, saying just, something. And that's saying something. And I'm just like, oh. And then ever since that, I was like, I just won't watch anything. I just listen to podcasts in the morning. I was like, because this you know, that that comment and have you two two black women in the DMV with this white woman. Yeah, because that was kid. our local. That was our that local. Was local. That was Fox, Fox Five. Five in yeah. the morning. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, it was like Sarah Thompson and um, not maybe Allison Seymour was there and the other like it was just bullshit like the whole thing and I'm like really like you sat here and this is the this is the hill you want to die on railing on this black kid who got accepted <laughs> right. in the fucking he got 20. accepted to too many colleges yeah, like it's you like, bastard like, oh you <laughs> son of a bitch bastard. and and just like they who the fuck do you think i told you my are? kids to be realistic about it and i'm like shit if my kid was smart enough to fucking have all these schools be like you're apply, just we'll mad it. she's just mad isn't smart yeah. or, or, oh. or you didn't save enough money and now he's yeah. got to go to community college oh. Oh, or sorry. those <laughs> fucking privileged ass motherfuckers in new york in city Manhattan. Yes, yes that shit was crazy well, in Manhattan, they're trying to prevent the the, the Upper East Side of Manhattan is so white. Of course. That they're trying to basically do reverse busing in again. Like they're trying to get kids from other boroughs to come into Manhattan. And these parents are losing oh, their shit. Oh, they are shit. losing their fucking shit. They, they were are, standing up screaming yes. in that meeting talking about, you're going to tell my kid that they worked so hard for this and they yeah. can't get into that school and they they want someone yes. else to take the place. So the, one of the administrators was just like, and I was so happy he did this. He was, he was fucking pissed. He was like, I cannot believe. Basically, he was like, I cannot believe you privileged motherfuckers are right, sitting up here right, upset. Right. Because we are trying to get kids who don't have the advantages that your kids have right. to have access to a tiny piece <laughs> of what you privileged motherfuckers give your kids every day. He was like, I really wish I could have $5,000 worth of fucking extra tutoring right. yeah. to give to these kids. Yeah. But I can't. And he was like, I'm very disappointed in that yeah. shit. I'm so happy that he somebody said that. Yeah. That was kind of because they were pitching a bitch. About like it this. was nasty to watch. And that's when people are like you don't have kids. I'm like I don't want to do this fight. Well, it's, that's <laughs> the heart of white privilege. They feel like they did something special to get to the position that they're at that you, that everyone else didn't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That so it's like how dare you just? It, it's why conservatives are always so concerned with um, people getting things that they don't don't deserve, quote unquote. Like they're so. They're so hung up on that, like, which is odd because it's supposedly they're they're married to the evangelical Christian tradition, which is supposedly supposed to be about doing nice things for the poor. Like, that's really what that's all about and helping the poor. But they are massively like if 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 I've got if if my giving my tax dollars go to people so that they can have food stamps so that they can eat. And out of a hundred of those people, 20 of them are taking advantage of the system. Let's just, that's, that number is nowhere near accurate. It's much less than that. But let's just say 20 of them are gaming the system, doing something that they shouldn't be doing. They're using the money and they, they're drug dealers. They're making thousands of dollars a week, but they're just fucking taking the food stamps so that they did. I'm cool with that. 
Exactly. I'm cool with the 80 people that really need it. If the 20 people abusing it is the price I have to pay for the 80 people who really need it to get be able to eat, I'm fine with that. Oddly enough, conservatives are not fine with that. They get hung up like shit on those 20, quote unquote, people. But they're, they're not, not even looking at who the 20 right. are. They're white when people. When you right. look at the news mm-hmm. reports of the the yeah. massive the welfare, amounts welfare of fraud, yeah. mm-hmm. it's wealthy it's white, white people. people. Well, right. it's the, um, <laughs> the the Mormons and those uh, those real sketchy, culty kind of people. Oh, the FLDS? Yeah, those, they're the ones who do because they're, they're technically producing a... a greater number of single mothers because yeah. they're not legal right. they're 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 polygamous but mm-hmm. they're not legally married so they're right. they're going to the state like she's a single mom you know they're no, they're it's, really it's not the just system. them it's the it, fucking oh. it's the waltons who own oh, walmart yeah. and who said, tell their, we're their, not gonna pay our people a living wage but we're gonna give you seminars on mm-hmm. how to file for food sub- mm-hmm. uh, stamps and, and government assistance well that means you're using the government to subsidize your business mm-hmm. so it's it's a, it's abuse all the way around i just don't understand how helping someone to eat is a problem right. <laughs> Just right. Don't, I, I honestly don't fundamentally right. get it. Or giving them affordable health care so and that they can actually not die. But the thing about it is, is we're paying for other people's health care right. anyway because every time someone without health insurance goes to the fucking emergency we're room at the for last anyway. minute, yeah. we're paying for it fucking anyway. Yeah. I'd rather pay for preventative care yeah. than before they have to get a fucking limb amputated right. and then they can't fucking work and I'm paying for their yeah. health care yeah. too. Yeah. That shit just doesn't make sense to me. And I just it just feels very... It hurts my heart, and it feels very bad. It's unnatural. Dramatic. It's is, true. Is is there anything else on your list, Miss? No, Tulsa? I'm sure we will be back here talking about some more wild fuckery ah. another week yeah. because there seems to be a never-ending stream never of it. Stream. It's coming. Excuse me, how much is this? What? How much is this bag? I heard you. Why are you worried? You can't afford it. I don't know. Then you can't. Get out. But Get out. Put the bag down. I wasn't going to steal. Get out before I call the police. <laughs> yeah, I have a list. This is just random thoughts. Random thoughts. Random thoughts. H2O Bro is a sign I saw as we were driving to New Jersey. Water brother? H2. H2. Bro. Oh, H2, not H2O, bro. Bro. H2 bro. Oh, H2 bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not H2O, but H2 H2 bro. bro. Okay. It was just something I saw and I wanted to share. What does that mean? Do you know? Did you research? I did not because it was in New Jersey and I figured it had something to do. Oh, okay. Well, it's, yeah, it's a bro. Yeah, bro. What Um, is bro? Really? Was it a Hummer? No. Because an H2 is a Hummer, and perhaps yeah. he's a Hummer, See, and he it was drives water. a Hummer. It was drinking water for the bros who go to the gym and work out. Oh, gym oh. bro. Gym oh. bro, yeah. So it was an advertisement. Yeah. It's got- naturally alkaline water. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we make such a good Say thing. it into the microphone. Naturally alkaline water. Is what it says. Yeah. I and mean, that's supposed to, what, like, help you... With Recover. H2 bro is a delivery. GTL bro. H2 bro. Somebody was like, I've got it. <laughs> I know exactly what we're going to call this. But you, 
but you know they were cuck. I of mean, course. I mean, like yes. the, the name itself. Is I would just... bet $1,000. <laughs> I bet you they still have an orange tan and they wear lip gloss. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, and you saw it in Jersey, which means maybe it was founded there, which makes it's total definitely. fucking sense. That's why I was like, this is humorous. It's such an interesting state. It Isn't is. it? <laughs> Isn't it? On like the west side, it's very beautiful. Yeah. And like, there's like all these meadow, rolling meadows. And then, then you go to the east side, it's factories and mm. pollution. <laughs> and guys with weird <clears throat> talking points. Oh, so, New Jersey. Um, so random fact to go with your random thought about H2Bro and New Jersey. New Jersey is the reason why all water has expiration dates because new jersey is the only state that has like such specific rules for how water needs to be labeled as far as expiration because they technically don't expire yeah it's water um but new jersey requires everything that's shipped in or out of the state to have expiration dates printed on it that's edible or drinkable (laughs) so all water companies just put it on all of their water as opposed to having to just put it on for stuff they so, send to New Jersey. But I've, you know, I've never even... I've never, I've never even noticed. So New noticed. Jersey has likely driven up the cost of and our bottled water for this extra It won't printing. be on here, though, because this is sold locally only. But, yeah, because it has to be on the national stuff. But No, it, uh, it's best if used by uh, October 9th, 2019. Yeah, like that has to be on Fix everything. Like, yeah, not. I think most states... Um, don't require that for water October bottled water but New Jersey does so they just do it for everybody so my question is how do you come up with that date for water it's New Jersey they just make things up that's okay next Next thing next thought (laughs) Tony Robbins is trash what has Sir Robbins Sir Robbins I was high when I wrote this. So I, I kind of like Tony Robbins' theories, I but I, I don't know what he said. So. I, I know. Can. It was something about him. Uh, oh, he pulled a woman on stage and um, made her like recount her rape or something very weird. Um, I yeah, no. I thought I'd remember. No. This is Tony Robbins, the the the, the televangelist. And, and, and what do you call it? Enigma? I don't know that we would call him. Would we call him a televangelist? You tell me. I don't watch his bullshit. Is he a motivational speaker? Yeah. He's a motivational Fuck him. speaker. <laughs> okay. Um, Do we call him that too? You have another? I mean, like, is that? I mean, I don't, but. <laughs> it is what it is. I would say that he's a motivational speaker. Tony, Tony Robbins is none of those things. Tony Robbins is a phenomenon. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, he kind of is. Yeah. An experience. Old timey racist. Old timey racist. At what age do you, oh, God, do you get to it. say like <laughs> he is still at it? Yes. That's just grandpa. Or if you can Google, and this is a two parter, because then I also feel like if you can Google and get on Facebook, you can look up like racism and history and like figure this shit out at any age. Like if you can get your your email and send pictures of your cat. And forward me things about Jesus. You can hop your ass on Wikipedia. Yeah, but at the same time, because of the way we're going technologically and the way that society is, we get so much information all the time that no one, well, subconsciously, people feel like they don't have time to look at past things. Like when people use the expression, oh, that's before my time when they talk about music. And it's like, bitch, any music that was made (laughs) from like... 1650 I mean it's 1650s yeah. till now you can listen to somewhere right mm-hmm. so there's no real excuse to not know something it's mm-hmm. you purposefully saying look I don't care about it doesn't apply to me yeah like so they only look for the stuff or look up the things that they need to look up 
or they feel like they need to look up, which is also part of the problem. Like no one knows anything anymore because everybody just assumes whenever I need it, I can right. Google. You don't have to know things. Okay, the next three are statements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cedro, I'm pissed at you. Last night you made a post on Insta or on Twitter about finding the stones. And you put Emma Stone and some other bitches, but you forgot the most important stone, which is Patsy Stone, who does the introduction to the motherfucking Ron Kazee portion of Nerds and Luxury. So I would like a public apology. Uh-huh. What was the post exactly? It was Emma Stone. No, what? what it's so- a, oh, it's the- an Infinity War. Oh, sorry. It yeah. was the post. The post was. I don't have six infinity stones, but what can I do with these four? And it was a picture. It was well, a picture with four slots and the four slots were Emma stone, Angie stone, (laughs) Joss stone and Sharon stone. And so I was just making a joke about it. And um, as far as the apology goes, pass. (laughs) (laughs) I read that post like eight times and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I, yeah. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, there's no patchy stone <laughs> on here. So, that's my statement. Um, we're going to go back to scuba pants and how they are not a trend. <laughs> and if I see any of you bitches out here in scuba pants, I'm frying Wait. the fuck out okay. of you. So, Help me out here. How do when I'm looking at scuba pants, am I literally looking at the pants that you go scuba diving? Yes. yes. And those are pants. I always thought that it was a scuba suit yes. that you zip. So it's a it's a scuba scoot suit. suit. But it's so it's a scuba suit, suit, and then they just put a t shirt on over yeah, top. They, no, of they it. just cut the top of the scuba. Yeah, you suit can actually off. get just, just pants. the bottom. You can get them separate. Oh, um, oh. because I've seen like I've seen people that. Um, what is it? Actual you don't usually, swimmers and you, divers. Like the the, uh, the guys, the tribal guys that will go and harpoon off yeah. boats. Like they'll wear just the pants and be like completely yeah, topless. Right. Yeah. So like you can just get pants. So what is, is it? It's the weird. material, the material's thicker than yeah. It's supposed to like protect your protect skin your from, skin from the cold. Again, back to hearken to what you said. Let's rewind. These are men who are harpooning in water, <laughs> men or women who are. Going into the water, they have a purpose. They have for a wearing purpose the for wearing these pants into the water. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, back to what I was saying. If I see any of you bitches out here in motherfucking scuba pants, I'm frying the fuck out That's of you. That's an easy fry. Like no, because Kim Kardashian did no, it. No, I'm just so saying it's, it's an easy fry. It's like like I, I'm against. Oh God. Oh oh. Can you share with the group? <laughs> yep. Okay, I just saw a picture. Um. I was just going to say, so what does one wear with I'm, scuba I'm, pants? I'm, I'm scared to wear basketball shoes when I'm not playing basketball. <laughs> like, like I don't want to, like, it's like, that's not my, like, I'm not wearing, playing basketball today, so I'm not going to wear basketball shoes. So to wear scuba pants. She's saying they're the new leggings. They're still scuba pants. And you're, stop, you're, stop we, uh, going back to the theme of pussies, your pussy doesn't need that much warmth around it. Wear cotton like an Air adult. circulation is, is important. important. But just, where does one buy scuba pants? At like a diving store? Yes. Or are they, are they, are they I'm a, sure Balenciaga's jumped right on this. I feel like after something like this, like if this is supposed to be some sort of fashion movement, I'm sure like some companies are probably going to start doing stuff but you can usually get it you can go to like a dicks or 
like oh, a sporting okay. goods store. They'll have a section where they maybe are. an outdoor world, but I'm not really sure. Oh, those places getting run on. Are they getting the calls? <laughs> are they getting the phone calls you get whenever one of these bitches wears one of your things from Jeremy's? Like, so imagine that now. So the calls that that Veronica gets at Jeremy's when when Rihanna wears something from Jeremy's, and oh my god, do you know? Now that's that call is going into outdoor world Dick supply. Swears. Yeah, <laughs> Modell. Do you have the scuba pads that came out here? No, no. Here, give me a ring. Somebody give me a ring. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Jeremy's. How may I help you? Um, is this Jeremy's? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I had a question. Do y'all do y'all carry scuba pants? What size are you, ma'am? Well, do y'all have them? What size are you, ma'am? Do y'all have them? We have them, but we have three pairs. They're an extra small, an extra, extra small, and a double XL. That's all we have. That's all we have. This is real life in women's fashion. The small, the medium, and the large are all gone. So are you XX small, an X small, or a double XL? Hold on. There's an XX small. There's a fucking triple extra small that I just saw in a store the other day. What size is that? A zero? It's non-existent. Bitty, bitty, bitty. Wait a minute. You put it on a doll. Wait a minute. So <laughs> that's possible. Mm-hmm. So we've known for a long time that there are eight X's and a they double X negative. small is what surprises you. I mean, are there really eight X's? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can always see really I, really I, big, but just X X small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's X, eight X's to large. See, we're seeing both spectrums of America right now. We're literally someone who used to be. If you put the three of us together, as someone who used to be married to a big and tall person, yes, that is true. And I believe it starts getting into the realm where you're actually paying more. Like you know, if you buy a shirt from oh, yeah, Old yeah, Navy, yeah, it's like just, the, it's more fabric. Yeah, like you, yeah, <laughs> it's like five. We made three shirts yeah. here. You're gonna at least we pay could, for right. two. We could have made three medium shirts, or we have to make this one. Yeah. With an eight with an eight XL, you could have made three X shirts. So yeah, yes, the scuba pant is coming. Fuck you, Kim K. And my final note: I put someone's child out of Jeremy's the other day. Oh, did they go with the child, or was the child just standing about out in the hallway? Regale us, please. This little boy comes into the store the other day and I try to be nice to everyone's children until I don't have to anymore, which is usually about 10 minutes into me speaking to their parents and when that's when they should be quiet and sit down. Mm. And this little boy starts running circles and there's lots of sharp edges and Mm -hmm. like dramatic turns and mirrors and you know smoke and fog and darkness things that could confuse a less able small yeah and i and i always tell parents like hey bt dub heavy hangers (laughs) hey bro bro. bt dub Um, heavy hangers from the ceiling, um, things precariously balanced into the ceiling. So don't pull on them because the ceiling might right. literally You'll crash on you. Um, sharp corner there, 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 and there. You might want to have a seat in the back and just stay there. Watch Peppa Pig <laughs> do something. Watch unboxing of other children unboxing things on YouTube. This is a thing that I learned about from a parent. 
because their kid was watching another kid unbox yes. on YouTube. Oh, unboxing is very bad. And make millions. Yeah. So wait, this is the next. So if you can't have the new thing, you watch someone else yes. get it. And well, it's also, it's also informational. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 like um, Korean skincare guides. Like they tell you like what it oh does. Those and, could be like thirty minute videos. Yeah, and it's a child unboxing, yeah. so of course it's forever. Um, yeah, so his mother is kind of like half heartedly like, oh, you know, he's had too much sugar. That's <laughs> always that's the quick go. to Yeah, excuse. but we also haven't had dinner, so he's Lies. hyper. Right. And I'm just kind of like, okay. And so she like starts. But it's 10 a.m. No, it's like <laughs> nine. It's ugh, it's almost, it's like 8.30-ish. Like he in should the, be at home. In the evening? Yeah, it's evening. It's like he's had too much sugar. Oh, that sounds like bad parenting. That's, Continue. It, first of all. <laughs> he's had too much sugar all, and no dinner. And no, and no dinner, dinner and you're shopping. But you're at Jeremy's. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And he... Starts running circles. And so I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just pay attention to you. The faster I get you done, the faster he can get up out of here. No, that's not what happened. She started picking up handbags and matching wallets and dresses and sunglasses. And I'm going to come by this on this date. And my husband cut me off and I got to go to therapy and Mm. just so many things, so many things. And the little boy, we come around the corner is climbing up (gasps) a shelf, a glass shelf. And how old is this kid? Maybe five. Okay. And old enough enough to know know better. Right. First of all. And then in this, she goes, when we get home, no tablet. <laughs> Way to lay down the law, lady. Nice work. Good bitch, parenting. Did you Way say to no, put your foot like, down, right? Bitch. And I was like, how about you feed him a meal? Uh, uh, like, <laughs> let's get to the gist of this. So he's like running around, no running around. Tablet. Right? And so finally, it's like time for him to go. So I'm standing like at the entrance, like holding the door open, like get the fuck out, like take your kid with you. And now he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> now before, he didn't want to stay. Now he doesn't want to leave. What, did he find something he liked? Like was Me. The- oh. Apparently it was me. Now he likes me. So, and I, I don't mean like that. in a crush way. No, not how you're thinking. Like he just wants me to, he thinks I'm playing right now because I'm very like, get out of here. Um... <laughs> So no one's ever talked to me like this before. Right? This is fun. Yeah. This is fun. Like, oh, this bitch is mean. I kind of it's like right. Stewie when when Lois finally like put the smack down on yeah, him. Right. He was like, I like it. Yeah. You know, like mm. <laughs> so I'm like, um, okay, like your mom is leaving and you should probably leave right behind her. Like your mom's that way. Your mom is literally leaving out of the door. <laughs> By this time, she's taken away the PlayStation. Oh. So not only is there no tablet at all the media at all nine o'clock at night away. when he should be getting in the tub washing his ass and getting in the bed after you feed him, probably McDonald's. Um now there's no PlayStation. Ooh. Never mind. It's not a question you can answer. It's not. I mean it is. What? I mean Caucasian. Or whatever <laughs> they whatever they were. Affluent. No? They weren't affluent either? I mean Okay. What well, still still my thing is that you have so many they were op- black? You have so many <laughs> options. Okay. <laughs> this is the she left out conveniently left out. I feel like we just watched the sixth sense. <laughs> he was he was a ghost the whole time. She was black. He was black. <laughs> 
And that's why I felt so comfortable snatching his little ass up by oh. his neck. I snatched him so good. <laughs> snatched you I good. snatched his little ass up. And I and his mama watched me do it. Said, you getting up out of here. And I marched him out the store and I physically picked him up and walked him. Because she's in the hallway. She was going to leave that Was little... she not calling him? She mm. was... I don't know what she was going to do, but I was like, you cannot leave him was here. Was she doing I don't... the parent thing where it's like, well, I'll I'm just leaving. leave you yeah, here. Yeah, and I'm like, no, bitch, no. Take him with you. No. <laughs> what was the child's name, man? No. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> no. Ladarius, you get your ass Ladarius. out here. No, it was like something like John or some like plain Jane name, like whatever. Yeah, so I snatched him up by his arms and walked him out of the store and promptly dropped him off in the hallway and closed the door. <laughs> and I was like, I just looked at my coworker and I was like, why didn't you have kids? And I was like, this <laughs> is why. Because my little motherfucking kid got to go to school with this motherfucker whose mother gave him a PlayStation, a goddamn tablet, no meal. It's nine o'clock. You're in the mall shopping. It's Tuesday. Mm. Like, he got to get up in four hours. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But she's at least taking them away for just so she can just That little motherfucker baby. got to play on that fucking tablet in that damn PlayStation. He had, he, got phone. She, he had her phone in his hands. That's he a weird thing that I don't that understand night. that happens to now a lot. Like, I've noticed this to people that I know that have kids. Like, they give their kids their phones as, like, what toys to play with. What is that? It's a toy to play with. This phone I costs $1,000. Here, yeah, Johnny, play with it. I never let my kids I know parents who give their kids their old phone. And they gotcha. have Wi-Fi. Different. And they just, wherever the Wi-Fi is, and they can just play, like, whatever random game. Or they, <laughs> like, excuse me, Netflix lets you pre-download movies mm-hmm. and stuff for them to watch so that i like if it's old crusty ass phone but like, like i'm yeah. talking about children who have not don't even have any motor skills yet <laughs> like oh you're talking about you're like baby babies them, yeah like oh. well not even babies like toddlers a four-year-old doesn't have the motor skills to hold a fucking yes, they do now. tablet with fucking shit made have of you glass. seen a four-year-old on they a tablet they they are good they with do. the tablet i will and go to a four-year-old to fix my shit any days they, they grew up with the shit I still, I would still submit that they will drop it before. Be but you should see the bumpers. I've dropped this thing without the OtterBox, and that's what happened. And then I put the fucking OtterBox on. It doesn't look like it's going to cover shit. And it's like when I was a kid, you, you they would give the kid the baby the keys to play with. Right. That's now what the this keys is. Or the phone. When you were a kid. What yes. happened to the good old days when you were told oh, to sit down and be quiet, and you just sat down and fucking. We're quiet. I, well, what are you doing with your kid and Jeremy's to begin with? Like, the, if you can no, afford, like, no, no, because there are a lot of parents who bring their kids because it's in between soccer practice and piano lessons and horseback riding and French lessons. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like an sounds like an OB commercial. Yeah, where do you like, work? Like, no, like <laughs> jumping, swimming, horseback. Yeah, riding? like yeah. I, I've, I, it's all <laughs> happening there, and and so. There have been plenty of kids that have come in and they're like, oh, I just got out of my soccer game, but I'm about to go home and my sister has ballet and then we're going to have dinner after then. You know, like they have fucking schedules. But I I need to pick up these $2,000 shoes. But literally, like, it's like I need to I need to go because in Jeremy's and pick these motherfuckers up and go like it's the, the amount of money in D.C. is obnoxious. It's scary. And good night. (laughs) <laughs> so um our assistant Wellington is get, telling us that the time is up. Time is up. Um, he's done. Montego's telling us it's time oh, up. He's he's way done. I am wide awake. Thank you very much. But Wellington, That's why you've no, been look, yawning and like, rubbing well, yourself. Look, Wellington's literally like, yo, wrap this shit up, B. 
Like now he's looking at y'all. Like, I swear I want to hey. hit you with this mic. Hey. Hey. Right in your throat. Hey. I love you. So anyway, uh All right. Nerds and Luxury. Um nerdsandluxury.com. T public if you want to buy merch. It helps us buy things. And you like have to food. look up Lux Nerd. Lux Nerd. Lux um, Nerd. And, and if you get a red sweatshirt, please wash it first. The color will transfer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah don't come complaining you heard yeah, it here you heard it here the first. colors right. will transfer right. um shout out to ooh, what's richard your friend oh fox fox, fox. yeah fox labray my bae he's been so sweet he actually bought a turquoise um there's a luxury shirt and it actually looks really good turquoise yeah, it, it's actually yeah. a cool color yeah it's a very cool color um it's under the men's t-shirts um no. i got wise the um antique had, white yeah great. i got the gray crew neck and then we like two fucking dweebs wore them over <laughs> our anniversary weekend um we see wellington 30 seconds we see um what is he doing? he's he's telling us to wrap the shit up b and if you leave <laughs> us a five-star review on any of your itunes um what's the other one google play i will have sosa read it in a sexy voice on our but next Montego read the first ones in a sexy yeah voice. so sosa will read the it, the sexier they are and the better they are i can just give us a little sample marcus darling Mm. I don't have any panties on. There was you nothing sexy that, about that whatsoever. She'll, she'll have to say it, and then we'll go down the table, and then Cedro will have to read, and it'll be the sexiest um, just, review just ever. Please review us. It helps. I want lasers next time. Okay. No, we have lasers. No. I want lasers. <laughs> Real laser lasers. Because right. everything sounds better with I lasers. I demand laser sounds if I don't get my laser You'd sounds. look better with lasers. I surely would. <sighs> Good night. Good night. Coming Good off night. your nipple. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We holy shoes to be self evident.